0: AM 790 Talk and Business presents Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island with your host Bronwyn Dannenfelser. Join Bronwyn to hear about the next Waterfire event in downtown Providence plus other great cultural events happening in the community. Now here's your host Bronwyn Dannenfelser.
1: And hello, hello, hello and happy Thursday everybody and I I'm hoping that everyone had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. They they gave us a scare, didn't they, with uh, that supposed hurricane that was going to wipe us all out and had everybody going to buy milk and bread and get ready to hunker down. But, you know, we had a water fire that happened uh, on Sunday, and we had so many calls and people wondering if we were going to cancel, and I had to remind people that we do not cancel unless it's a hurricane. And guess what? The hurricane went flying by, because I always say that Water fire sits in God's pocket, and uh, we seem to escape the storms many, many times. So, I again, I hope maybe you came down, maybe you saw us, because the crowds were a lot larger than we thought, especially for a Sunday fire, and um big thanks to the Providence Tourism Council, who was our sponsor that evening. And it was a wonderful way to, as they say, close summer and kind of fall into fall, but After looking at the weather today, I don't know where you've been and if you've been out there, but it is hot. So I'm not really sure if we really closed down summer and fell into fall or not. But uh, hopefully, again, everybody's getting back into the school year and getting back into the movement. I know that uh, the traffic was a little bit wacky, uh, doodled, on Tuesday and Wednesday. It seems like everyone's trying to figure out how to get kid one and kid two to school and what the traffic's like. And that's that thing, you know, those summer vacations, they're coming kind of gone. But the beautiful thing about this all is that it's not that summer's gone, because what we're doing is we're looking at a weekend coming up in the fall. Um, There's so much to do here in Rhode Island and so many different festivals that kind of kick off. Again, there was lots to do in the summer, but check out fall and uh, this weekend coming up. Boy, it's like I don't even know where to begin. There is music everywhere, and there's music everywhere, there are fundraisers happening for just some of the most amazing causes, and I'm going to be speaking to a dear friend of mine, Charlie Lynch, today um, about the Polycystic Kidney Disease Music Fest, which is going to be happening. Uh, And it's a fundraiser, and we're going to talk a little bit about polycystic kidney disease itself, um, which, as I've been researching it, I've been a little bit amazed uh, by how prevalent it is for something that I hadn't heard of. Uh, but I guess that just makes me sometimes in the, the not in the know, rather ignorant. Um, so there's a wonderful fundraiser that's going to be taking place Friday and Saturday. And Charlie's going to be talking to us about that. And then we've got Larson Gunness. And he's going to be here talking about, hey, if, if you picked up the Projo today, Right on the front of it, it's uh, listed as number three thing to do this weekend, or one of many things, but it's listed as three, so take a look at it. It's right there on the front of the uh, arts section, or the go section, because you know what? There's places to go this weekend, and it's the Fiddle and Folk Fest here in Barrington, Rhode Island. Um, So we're going to be talking to him, listening to a little bit of music, finding out what the... Fiddle and Folk Fest is, uh, and so anyway, without further ado, I would love to jump in with my friend Charlie, who has known my dad, Danny Moylan, for ages, and uh, <laughs> has been a dear friend of mine. We meet up at the Wine and Cheese uh, in, we do. in North Providence a lot. Charlie, we welcome. How we, are you? Very good. Thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, when you and I were sitting uh, and talking about, one, this disease, and this is the 10th Annual fundraiser that you're holding for this disease. It so, is. Once, Can you give us a little bit of a
2: background on what exactly, you know, polycystic kidney disease is? Well, it's it's funny. You you had mentioned that um, it was a disease that you hadn't heard of before, and basically that's how we present, you know, our fundraisers. That it's the most deadliest disease that people have never heard of. Yeah. Um, it affects about six hundred thousand people. Um, that's fi- a staggering amount. It is. It's there's fifty thousand in Rhode Island. Um, unfortunately, um, it's a disease that runs in families.
1: Okay, so genetic, uh, genetically so it's, it's based. Geni- yeah,
2: okay. and that's unfortunate because, um, unlike other diseases, I mean, it, when someone has a disease, it, it affects their family, but. It can go right down through the through the family line, and um, it makes it even harder on families.
1: Yeah, and again, the numbers were staggering to me. And before we came on air, I was telling you, you know, when I. Um did the water fire with Rhode Island defeats hepatitis C and uh-huh. I had Dr. Lynn Taylor on she was talking about hepatitis C and just how massive some of these um diseases are that we just don't even think about and yeah. at that point when I was speaking with her and it was about hepatitis C she was saying that take all the other infectious diseases like AIDS and everything else and all the other hepatitis that hepatitis C is the one largest killer in the world yeah. um, and again something that we wouldn't think of. And you were saying something very yeah, similar.
2: It's, it's um if you take Down syndrome, cystic fibrosis, muscular dystrophy and sickle cell anemia and combine the numbers of people that have those that are in you know, have those diseases, there are more people that have polycystic kidney disease.
1: And so this fundraiser this weekend is in order to raise money to, what is it, for research, Charlie, or is it to help families that are, you know, maybe dealing with?
2: Well, the money goes to the National Foundation, and they distribute it for both those things, Mm -hmm. uh, for research, um, for people that need medical care. Um, Basically what happens is cysts grow on your kidneys, uh, your kidneys fail, and you either have dialysis for the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. Um or you don't make it.
1: And Charlie so, said this is ten years and this is our ten. All yeah. right, and you've been involved since the inception since and the in the beginning of this. Yes.
2: All yeah. right.
1: So yeah. what brought that about? Usually it's some you know somebody or Well
2: um my very good friend uh Kevin Young, who basically started this, um, read about uh a family in the in the Providence Journal and their one year old son. Um was diagnosed with this disease and he knew the family so we started with a um one band uh spaghetti and meatball fundraiser on a sunday afternoon Mm -hmm. and we looked at what we did and said you know we can do we did well today but i think we can do better with this and uh, it kind of grew from there.
1: Well, because it's morphed. How many bands do you have playing? Because this well, is now a two-day event, right? It is.
2: It is. I'll be honest with you, it used to be three. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm getting too old for the three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, you just got to pass the torch <laughs> to somebody else and say, you know, pick up the third day. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, when you're Sunday night at midnight, when you're taking the stand, the um, stage down and the lights down, and you got to be at work at uh, 8 o'clock on Monday morning, uh, you do that for a couple of years. It's
1: uh, Charlie, look at look at <laughs> who you're looking at. I get it. We do it with Waterfire all it. the time. And I know. And you I... do it
2: numbers of times during the year. I don't know how you do it.
1: So again, so how many bands do we have playing?
2: We have 10 bands yeah. uh, this year. Uh, and it's funny, too, because some of the bands um, play every year. And the reason they do is some of their band members or family members have the disease. Yeah. So they come every year. Um, you know, they call us ahead of time and say, you know, we're coming. What's the date? Yeah. And uh, it's been great.
1: Has it always been held now in the same place? Because to tell people where this is going yep. to
2: be held. It's um, at the Providence Firefighters Union Hall mm-hmm. on Printery Street in Providence. So it's, that's behind the Bennies. It's behind the Benny's on and Branch the and the, um, and the fire station on North Main Street. Okay. We block off the street um, mm-hmm. and um, we have professional Sound. We have professional lighting. Um, it, we, I think, we do a pretty nice job with it. Well,
1: I think <laughs> if people would understand, well, one, it's a family friend. It's it's family it friendly event, right? It is. And it starts again on Friday, so is Friday, like kind of the just the big kickoff
2: night, or is, is it's Saturday. That's no Friday. Um, we have um, three bands, actually four bands on Friday now. Uh, it starts at quarter of six, um, and it goes through. You know, they'll get off probably around midnight. Mm-hmm. And then on uh, Saturday, we'll start at 2.30. Yeah, That's the long day. And we'll go to midnight again. Um, We've got to talk about some of these bands that you've got here, too,
1: because when you first showed me the flyer, I was... I was amazed that uh, at the talent that yep. you have actually been able to bring yep. together from yep. for a fundraiser like this, yep. because I know that this is difficult not only to try to coordinate, but as you said, you know, to get people to come and either play for, you know, these are big bands. They I mean, are. You've got Santa Mamba that's playing, and you yep. got Foreigner's Journey. Uh, there's a I mean, yep. who doesn't love
2: Journey? and I know.
1: Foreigner and yep. the tribute bands, and I, I mean, it takes me back home. I'm yep. not sure about you, but yep. custard
2: pie. They've uh, been with us. For years, mm-hmm. um, they have a, a band member that's um, suffering with the disease. Wow! And so they come back every year.
1: And do you have a lot of families, for instance, again that are afflicted with um, this disease and this condition, or are, are trying to work through it? That mm-hmm. we do to this event. We do.
2: Uh, we also have a, a walk. Yeah. Um, in September, and. All the people that go to the walk come to the festival, and it's kind of like meeting old friends and and meeting some new friends, and um, it's a good time. And so Um, I
1: wonder for the gentleman that, you know, who's had the one-year-old who was afflicted um, with the disease, is he still very active in this? And this must bring such joy, not only to him, but to you to see the the growth.
2: You know, actually, um, what we do is all the money that we raise, we raise it in this child's name. And he donates it to the National Foundation. So he's actually the largest um, fundraiser in New England. Wow. So, what is <laughs> this his child's name?
1: What is a little boy's name? Uh, Andrew Dowdy. All right. Well, you know, here's for uh, putting good things out for yep. Andrew and putting out some yep. great energy for that. So, not only do you have these incredible bands, um, tell me, all right, do you have, you can't see, you've got a favorite because they're all so good, but. When you start off on tomorrow night, what, yep. what is it that we're going to look for? What else besides the bands do we have there? Is that the raffle happening? We
2: have a 50-50 raffle. Yeah. We have over 50 um, gift certificates and um, items from professional um, football teams, baseball teams, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have food. $10, uh, all the hamburgers, hot dogs, sausage and peppers you can eat.
1: All right, so if you hear uh, that, don't <laughs> eat too much tomorrow during the before, day. That's
2: right. <laughs> you... <laughs> um, it... And then we have, you know, adult beverages mm-hmm. and um, a full bar inside and um, massage Chairs
1: and you got massage chairs. Oh yeah.
2: All right, so I guess what <laughs> so you, you do is you
1: fill up on uh, on the sausage and peppers and hamburgers and hot dogs, and you go and get you a get a uh, massage. You get a massage and then uh, you're get off
2: dancing. dance. <laughs> you up? and dance. limby you up to get get up and dance.
1: I love how that all kind of rolls together there. <laughs> and then I heard on Saturday, so Saturday your band start at what time? Uh, about two thirty. Okay, and then. I know you've got other things happening there, because I ran into my friend, and a lot of people know him, and his name is Matt Fraser. Oh, and yes. And <laughs> he is a
2: medium, and I know that he's going to be present there as well, isn't he? I think he is. I think he is, yep. Yeah. And Matt comes um, three or four times a year. Yeah. We do a little fundraiser with Matt three or four times a year um, at the same location on Printery Street, yeah. and that's always always fills the place
1: well so if people don't know again you should probably check out matt fraser um he is an incredible medium that actually tours the country you might have seen him on the road show you might have heard him on different radio shows um he's often at foxwoods and they've got to get him security because people start running after him going well wait a minute i want to talk to so and so but charlie you said that you personally got read by matt he did and how was it spot on it
2: was it was incredible it was like um he named my father's name my uncle's name um my sister's father-in-law's name and they all you know lived together you know down at narragansett and he talked about uh my father being a uh world war ii pilot um, it was incredible. He just knew
1: a little bit of everything. He
2: did. Yeah, he, he he's did. good, isn't he? He so, really is
1: good. I mean, so between the bands and Matt Frazier yep. and doing something that's just good, and tell me more about what um the kids can expect. And you know, so if I if I'm coming on Saturday and I'm bringing my grandchildren, for instance, what what do we got?
2: Um, I'm not sure about you know what we've got for the kids right now. We've got popcorn. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. We, you know, we're know we trying to get the bouncy house. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see if we can get that. Um,
1: Charlie, I better not find you in that bouncy house.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had a dunk tank once. and um, Did they put you in it? Yeah, once. And that was it. <laughs> you know enough. You're like, no, I'm coordinating no, I'm good. this. <laughs>
1: Like that's that's an incredible, I mean, it's incredible. How, what is your goal? So actually, first, if, if it's the 10th year, and you said you started off really small. You must be raising more and more money every year. So yeah. It,
2: last it, year, we went over $100,000.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. Is that over the 10 years? Over the of,
2: 10 years, yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. What an excellent,
2: yeah. I, that's. We reached about 113000 last year.
1: Congratulations. Thank
2: you. Now,
1: are you going to keep on doing this and um, keep it going?
2: We'll see how the winter goes, see how we uh, survive the winter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, is there something else? As we as we look at this disease, you know, and, and again, you said that you kind of fell into this uh, because of a friend. Um, yep. Do you have any kind of personal, you know, anybody that you know personally in your life that has suffered with this?
2: Luckily, I don't. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when I, the first year and, and um, you know, I was working on this as, as a favor to, to a friend and... Andrew walks in Mm -hmm. and you just look at this you know he was he was one at the time um and you just look at him and you say this you know this shouldn't happen yeah so you try and do everything you can you know when you when you see these folks that have this disease yeah um
1: and it's something that's obviously touched you very deeply, if you're putting in so much time. And, you know, as you walked in, you said, I've been hauling, like, <laughs> big, bold bags of onions and
2: peppers and everything <laughs> yeah, else. Cases of water and soda today. And, uh,
1: and you'll be sleeping in your car tonight yep. as, you know, you, you get, wait to get the stage ready tomorrow. Um, I think it's just such a wonderful event. I know that as part of your raffle. WaterFire is donating a VIP experience they are. for we two. we appreciate that.
2: WaterFire has been a great uh, corporate sponsor for us over the years. And,
1: and who now? Who else kind of has stepped up to the plate and um, to help you with this? Yeah,
2: Neighborhood Health Plan. Yeah. Uh Concentra Urgent Care. They both of them have been with us for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, AAA has been with us. Uh, the great people over at Twin Oaks. Uh, the been family, uh, yeah. They've Susan been fabulous All right.
1: That's great. They're, I mean, well,
2: one who doesn't love Twin Oaks. That's right. And, you know. That's right. <laughs> and Susan. Yeah. Um, um, some of the unions uh, have been great supporters of ours. it's held at the Firefighters Club. Do you have a lot it of
1: firefighters that actually
2: show up to? Actually, there's, there's um, probably three or four um, firefighter families that are affected. Well, that we know of so um so you you know, it kind of hits there home there too yeah. yeah definitely yeah
1: now people can buy tickets are they buying tickets online they beforehand? can buy tickets
2: online or or just walk right up to the table at the front and they can um buy a ticket there yeah. it's um $15 um for each night or $25 for both nights well, what, what an inexpensive way to enjoy
1: the weekend. Is. And again, you've and got Santa Mamba and <laughs> Latin rock and salsa at its yeah. best. I know that on the Water Fire Facebook page and on our Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island radio show page, um, we'll be having a link to your Eventbrite page where, again, oh, where people nice. can find out how to get tickets. And I would advise, I mean, how many people do you usually see come to this event every year? Probably
2: three Three to 500, I think, will will flow, flow through during the during the course of the event. That's a large amount of people. Yeah. And again,
1: you know, thank you for bringing awareness to such a, again, an, a, to me what was an unknown disease, but obviously one that we need to actually put out there and that yeah. affects
2: so many people. Yeah.
1: And thank you for no, your I dedication.
2: Thank, thank you and Waterfire for uh, being one of our Uh, Great sponsors.
1: Uh, It's our pleasure, and it's great to always to highlight wonderful music that's happening. And again, go to the WaterFire website and go to the Facebook page. And again. Click on that, more about what's happening um, with the PKD Music Fest. There's also, it's in the Providence Journal. Look at the music that's happening under Friday. Uh, I don't know what page it's on, but it's in the Go part of the Providence Journal. And uh, make sure that you go out there and show some support for it's, it's so little money. That goes such a long way and for such an incredible time. Charlie, is there anything else that you'd like to add before we take a
2: break? and no, just come down, have some fun. Make some new friends see some old friends
1: and ask for uh, Charlie He enjoy he, the music yeah and ask Charlie to get up and start dancing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well Charlie it's been a pleasure to have you on Roman, and thank
2: you we really appreciate it
1: and I wish you the best with the event and again we will be promoting it on our Waterfire website and on our Facebook page and I hope everybody you know gets out there to at least check it out on Friday and Saturday but then there's even more stuff going on on Saturday so we'll be back in a in a moment to talk with Larson Gunness, and yep, it's the Fiddlin' Folk Fest happening uh, here, and uh, he's going to tell us all about how that started and what we can expect to hear, so everybody stay tuned, don't turn the dial, you are listening to AM790, your station for talk and Business, I am Bronwyn Damon, Felsa, your host, and yeah, this is Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island Talk to you in a sec
0: Yours while the getting was good exactly like I knew that you would while roam by people like you made them sure that theirs would get through
1: and hello hello it's hello Steve and along. Check that out. You know what that is? That's what we call a little bit of a eclectic folk, uh, which kind of includes traditional American folk songs, and it is Bay Spring Folk, which is my next guest's band, uh, Larson Gunnis, And I promised I would not call him Larson Guinness, even though I am Irish and, you know, might want to throw an eye in there. But, Larson, hello. How are you?
0: I'm great. Great. Thanks so much for having me here.
1: I'm so glad you are here. You know, as you heard, I was just talking to Charlie Lynch. It is a weekend of music and all sorts of different music and fundraisers for Charlie happening over on Friday and Saturday um, for the Polycystic Kidney. Disease Foundation, uh, but you've got this incredible folk festival, which it's a fiddling folk festival, right?
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I uh, really enjoyed hearing Charlie's um, presentation. Sounds like an awesome festival. So um, anyone in that part of the t- of town, go on over to that. Um, but yeah, we're doing a show uh, um, in Haynes Park near um, the boat launch in uh, Riverside slash Barrington. Mm-hmm. um yeah, it's gonna be a great show. We're, it's our six our sixth year, so we're looking forward to it.
1: So, what what's the timing of the show, and what's kind of like the well, one, you're one of the co-founders.
0: That's right. right? Yeah. So uh, let's yeah, take so take a step back. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's been this is our like I said it's our sixth year, and the show will go from eleven to five in the afternoon on Saturday, this Saturday. Um, but it's been a long time in in coming. We've been working on it for a long time. I I guess I would say the genesis of it goes back. Um, a lot farther than six years. Um, there's in Barrington, in West Barrington, on Eric Ansit Ave. There's a, uh, I guess now it's a 102-year-old um, community center that the downstairs of it is used to be the old fire station, and the upstairs has a stage. Mm-hmm. And it was really not being used so much, and so um, a group of us that live in the neighborhood started um, playing some music there, just with you know, there's a lot of really good. Um, amateur musicians and and creative people in in the area and so we just decided to start having uh, you know little shows um, and we'd invite people probably every quarter or so we just and then after a while we started calling the shows local brew so because mm-hmm. we had a coffee sponsor All right. um, and and it just sort of uh, became uh, something that we we um, grew from there. We formed a band called Bay Spring Folk, mm-hmm. which is the neighborhood that we're um, that we're in in Barrington. It's the Bay Spring neighborhood, and we all there's five of us in the band, and we all live within a mile of each other. We're all parents with jobs and busy lives, and we're not going to go on the road and travel. But we decided to just have something local, and so um, we uh, the the band which is five of us. And we, you just heard that that was really fun to hear us on the radio. I think that's our first time being on the radio. (laughs) So that was kind of exciting. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, the, you know, the band, um, also we were producing these, uh, periodic, uh, folk shows. And, um, and with and it just we were collaborating with the town because it's a town-owned building and they were the town of Barrington was really supportive of us. Uh, Peter DeAngelis, the town manager, was just a really good friend, and um, and we just found there's so many really interesting amateur musicians in the area, and it was a great to give a chance for people to to come together and play music. And then after a couple of years of that, we decided we wanted to do more of a festival type of thing outside and um broaden a little bit beyond the purely amateur status and bring in people who were um more professional and more um you know, more established and play along if they were willing to have them play alongside some of us amateurs. That's and
1: great. Isn't was, that what they used to do at Bowie's Tavern? All everyone could just come together and jam? Ex- and-
0: it's exactly that kind of thing. You know, I mean, a 100 years ago, people uh, didn't have electricity or, or they didn't have mu- movie theaters and whatnot, and they would just get together and play music. And um, so it was kind of in that in that spirit that we were um, we were following that thread. And, um, so six years ago, we just decided to throw a concert in um Barrington uh, in in Haynes Park because it's there's public restrooms, there's parking, and there's shade. And we really didn't think it through much more than that. And um so we we knew a lot of amateur, uh, you know, very good, but very amateur musicians. Um, and so we we knew we could bring them, but we needed to get people that were a little more established. And our fiddle player, a woman named Sydney Monstream-Quas, who's kind of my co-collaborator in this, um, she's good friends with a woman named Kathy Clasper-Torch, who's a very uh, just beloved and well-known fiddle player in, in Rhode Island. And Kathy decided to play at our first show. And once Kathy was in, then we sort of uh, had an entree to a lot of other folks, and it just grew from there.
1: So, then, and so this is free and open to the public.
0: Yes, right? that's that's kind of been our theme all along. With with this show, is is um, you know we want people to come and have a great time. It's a free show, and so we do seek sponsorship from various people um, before the show, um, but but we we try to want anyone we want anyone to come and have a great time, yeah. and. Um, you know, there's some places for them to spend their money if they want, but if they want to just come and set up a t- uh, you know, a, a blanket and just watch the music and bring a picnic, that's fine, too.
1: And it's more than just music, isn't it? It's also, um, I know Len Cabral, I saw, is going to be doing some storytelling. So how, how does this kind of all roll out between 11 and 5 on Saturday?
0: Right so um we have um yeah you're right it's it's the fiddle and folk fest um so we wanted to from the very beginning make it more than I mean fiddle fests are great but we wanted to do more than that and um and be open to other types of genres and so you're right we have had uh storytellers and poets and um and bands that don't have a fiddle in them, so mm-hmm. um, we didn't want to be strict about that. But yes, uh, we um, we we the the show will start with um, while we're setting up on Saturday at 10, we're going to have a um, a workshop. Um, For anyone that wants to play fiddle and just jam in a workshop, we'll have uh, Michelle Kaminsky, who is another very, very popular and beloved local musician. She's going to run a workshop for just any fiddle players that want to come and Or they can, whatever, bring any instrument you want, and she's going to run a bit of a workshop for them from 10 to 11. How fun. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great. And then the show itself starts at 11 with um, a really interesting group. It's called the Old Fiddlers Club of Rhode Island, and it's the longest um, continuous Fiddle Club in the United States. They began in 1929, and um, they have... Thirty some odd members. We've had like we've packed the stage with many many people, and they're they're wonderful. Thirty
1: fiddler players.
0: Yes, yeah, so, all at once. Yeah, well, I think the most we've ever had at once would be like about twenty, but we'll have the whole stage covered with fiddle players for their act, and it's super fun, and they're really great. Just and, hearing about it
1: makes me want to like start stomping my feet exactly. and like you know and dancing around. It's
0: really fun. It's really fun. And then um, we're trying something a little bit new this year. We're going to have two stages, and because we used to have these lulls between acts where we'd have one act play and then we'd have to stop and then set up the next act and so we're going to have two stages and we're going to have uh so while we're playing on one stage then we're going to set up on the other stage and so there, there can be for the audience there can be continuous music um yeah. so we're going to see how that that works that that should work pretty well
1: and so how many different uh bands yes. and what are we looking at I'm counting. Okay. <laughs> that's great. So I
0: think about 12 or 13, including everybody. So I would say that's, uh, you know, about eight bands of different types. Yeah. And then... Uh, The rest are either um, we have Len Cabral and Karen Donovan. Um, Len is, as you know, great storyteller, and he's been a really good collaborator and a great friend of ours. Um, And Karen Donovan is a local poet who's very great. And then the other people on on that stage will also be um, singer-songwriters and people that are um, a little easier to set up. So um, one notable person there would be Barry Brown, who's just, if you haven't heard him, he lives in Bristol, and he is a fabulous guitar player and singer and really wonderful guy um and uh also on that stage we'll have andy grover who's who's been with us from the beginning he's a great fiddle player and um then morgan johnston who i am just getting to know but she's a local um singer songwriter and she's gonna play
1: so it sounds like you've got quite the eclectic fare but it really is it's rooted in this kind of folk art what got you into that i mean that's a very specific style
0: yeah i think uh it's i've I, it's a good question. I've always been into this genre of music, but I do think you use the word eclectic. It's really, and I think it's very common today, that it's hard to um, to really categorize yourself specifically. There are some bands like French Roast that, mechan- that Michelle Kaminsky's in. They're very much a Cajun band, and so they're really fun. Our band, Bass Spring Folk, we play music that's traditional folk music. We play m- music that's um, more uh, uh, kind of contemporary folk rock type music, some that's Americana type, some that's blues. And so we, we have a big genre. And then one really uh, fun act is um, called uh, um, Cowboy and Lady. And so that's Tyler James Kelly and um, and Jess Powers, Tyler James Kelly is.
1: I know Jess Powers. Yes. We were in Cumberland Company. No, it's not. No, we weren't in Cumberland Company. She worked at Waterfire for a while.
0: Sounds beautiful good. voice. She's got an amazing voice. voice. She's got an amazing voice. And she and um and Tyler James, Tyler James plays in the Silks, yes. which which a very like exciting up and coming band. But they have this really fun duo where they do something that kind of. He's kind of in the Greg Allman type of uh, vein and just a fabulous blues he's guitar more player. He's a rock. Eh? Yeah, he's kind of a rock, but he does a, an acoustic it's really cool what he does with a lot of slide very bluesy and she does her lovely voice and they sort of have this loretta lynn type of uh old cowboy type of thing and it's really cool and um so they're super fun and it's just I, so i think it's all uh, you know the the thread is that it's all could be called folk music but there's a hu- that encompasses an awful lot of of different genres and so um or different segments of the genre so um, that's why we want to. It's it's expansive, but it's all kind of in it's American folk in one way or another.
1: So as you've seen this grow and being a co-founder of it, and the same question that I was asking Charlie, you know, after doing the ten years and starting with um, his endeavors ten years ago for this fundraiser, how does it feel to see it kind of like morphing and taking shape?
0: Yeah, it's it's um it's really amazing. I, I I would say uh it's been a lot of fun. I just really take it year to year. And I, it was it's like when we did the first one, a lot of people were tempted to, you know, call us the first annual uh, thing. It's like, no, no, no. We're gonna do this once and then see how it goes. And then we're gonna do it another time and see how it goes. And and um it now we're on our sixth and um I could grow forever I don't have you know none of us have any grand plans I think that's what keeps it really fun we're not trying to make this become some grand huge thing it's just uh, you know it's a it's a fun local event that has a lot of local support from uh, local local you know state and government uh, state and, and town um and a lot of the local bands and it's just really a f- it's got a fun local thing and it just is what it is and if it grows i think that's great but that would almost be more headaches than then you know it's it's a, it's really cool what it is right now well guys
1: I, as you were saying in the beginning you have jobs and children and this is something right. that you just really love to do so you're taking your art and you're making sure that you don't lose that you know right. and I've got do all the children show up to, to hear you play
0: yes they do uh, One uh, the different kids um, many of the they're all teenagers now so uh, they have, all have busy schedules but like um, I mentioned uh, Sydney her daughter's going to run the lemonade stand and i um, my daughter will um, sell T-shirts, and um, I should mention the other my other co-collaborators. So there's Dr. Greg Sadofnikoff, who plays – he was playing guitar on the beginning of that song you heard. He's a fabulous musician. He's um, a
1: fabulous doctor as well. He's a fabulous
0: doctor. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Um, and um, and then John Wood is bass player. He's my actual neighbor. We live directly next to each other, so we always try to rehearse at his house. Um, and then uh, uh, Gary um, Deloria is uh, is also in in the band, and he's uh, um great. He, he does our posters and our T-shirts and stuff also.
1: Well, I mean, I'm looking at a T-shirt that you're wearing, and it's really really cool, and it's got this. It's brown, and it's got this beautiful orange saying the Fiddle and Folk Fest, and it's got a fiddlehead right there. That's right. And it's not that's the right. vegetable guys. It's a real <laughs> fiddlehead that's on it, and it's a right. great T-shirt. Now, is that, is that a fundraising um, kind of element for you to help pay for what?
0: Okay, it's a good doing? question. Yeah. So we, we don't really make a lot of money on the T-shirts, but in terms of the, the money, the way um, we do it, and Charlie was asking before the show, is this a um, like a cause event? And it's not a cause event per se, but the way we look at it is there's a lot of really fabulous musicians out there and artists doing really awesome work. And so any money we raise, we try to give to them. Um, and, uh, and, and you know, we don't raise a ton of money, but it's really, for example, we get a really generous grant from RISCA, the State Council on the Arts. And Fantastic. what we like to do is um, we also get a very nice grant from the town of Barrington. And what we like to do is try to cover all of our costs. We pass the hat while we're at the show. Mm-hmm. And, again, no pressure. People can put money in the hat or not. But any money we raise, we try to cover our costs. We have like an insurance policy and we have to rent generators and stuff like that. It's all
1: these things right. that people do not think they about. Don't exactly. And you know, I mean, I get it a lot with water fire. People go, well, why does it cost so much? All you're doing is burning some wood on some water. And I'm like, I don't think you get it. Right. They yeah. add up. They add up. But the
0: thing that's been really great for us is that we've been able over the past few years to cover our costs with um, some fundraising so that our our grants can be divvied up among the musicians. And I would say I really appreciate the musicians because they commit to the show before they know whether they're going to get a stipend at all and so they're nice. willing to come and these are some of these people they do it for a living they're really some of them are quite amazing musicians but they're willing to come and play a set and have a great day and um, we've been able to appreciate them I always say we're we can't give them as much as they're worth but we really appreciate that we can give them something well so. and
1: again you're giving them something back to your community for free and I think that's just such a wonderful thing because it's educational it's fun it's music it's kicking us all again as we said as we start off the school year and getting ready to fall into fall Absolutely. Um, you know it looks like you're gonna have great weather
0: i think uh-huh. so and one one point i really have to make is uh i uh, one of the things i love about the show is we have we'll have toddlers all the way up to 90 year olds because we um atria village is a uh old folks home for lack of a better term in the, that's right down the street in fact they live in fact they live very close to um the community center that we we do a, a lot of our work in. So we partner very closely with uh, with Atria Village, and we we set up a bus and we bring a lot of them down. We set up chairs for them in the shade, nice. so we'll have a whole bunch of them. That we, but then a lot of uh, we also have a lot of young kids come, and so we have a whole kids area where kids can play. There's face painting and there's. Um, you know, kids playing with Frisbees, and we have a bunch of toys that we just throw out there. and um. So
1: there's just a lot of good stuff happening. And again, everyone, that is happening Saturday, September 10th, from 11 to 5. Um, you could actually go there and then head off to go see Charlie, um, I think. i got to check my timing on that, because we've got to take a little bit of a break in a second. But I want to just play out with this music, because it's really just interesting and beautiful and... Another kind of music, another kind of fun, another wonderful event happening here in Rhode Island this weekend. And we're going to come back and close the show and just get any last-minute information out there about these two great events happening. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you've been listening to Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talking Business. I'm Bronwyn Dannenfelser, and we will be right back.
0: If this way,
1: Hello, 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 and welcome back. You are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talking Business. And I just want to give a shout-out to um, our underwriting sponsor, National Grid. Um, it is because of them and our other con- contributing sponsor, Lifetime Medical, and, as well as Emory's Catering, actually, that help us get to you and give you some great information about... Yeah, what to do this weekend, and even though it's not water fires, we've always said the show is more than just water fire, it's about what people are doing in Rhode Island, whether it's from fundraisers and music, or just outdoor music festivals that are a little bit different and storytelling, so I've had two wonderful guests on, I've uh, got Charlie Lynch, and we were talking about the 10th Annual Polycystic Kidney Disease Music Fest, it's a two-day music fest, everybody, um, that's being held held at the Providence Firefighters Hall, which is 92 Printery Street, Providence, Rhode Island. And we were giving people landmarks for
2: that, weren't we, Charlie?
1: We were. Yeah, yep, so it's, it's- like behind the bennies, but... Behind
2: the bennies and behind the uh, fire station on North Main Street.
1: And again, lots of great uh, things to do um, with the whole entire family, you know, especially starting off tomorrow, you got 5.15 p.m. to 1 a.m., so people are going to dance in the night away. And then again on Saturday from 2.30 p.m. till 12 a.m., and you've got to see the list of bands from, yep. I mean, again, we've talked about this, but just amazing people. They can, yep, they can people. go on the
2: website, they can go to uh, um, uh, Eventbrite and and see the lineup. Yeah. Um, the only thing we didn't mention uh, previously was if they could, if they could bring a canned good, yeah. Um, with them, um, we kind of try and uh, help out some other yeah, well foundations. You- so uh, this year we're working with the End Hunger Foundation and the One in Fifty Two Hunger Network. Excellent.
1: So, you know what? If you're coming down again, what an inexpensive way to spend a couple of days and have fun and bring your family and listen to great music. And, you know what? Even I guess what I think is really cool is you can go Friday to the firefighters hall, help us raise some awareness and raise money for polycystic kidney disease, um, a, a disease that is not as well known, and as Charlie and I were talking about, really needs some attention, and people could really use some help. So, yep. Charlie, right again, there is w- no
2: cure, and and. So research, working for.
1: research is crucial, and I'm sure that it, anything that you can do, and you said you've raised over $100,000, that's awesome. And then we've got Larson Gunnis, and he's the co-founder of the Fiddle and Folk Festival, yes, happening here in Barrington, and he is uh, in the Bay Spring Folk. Band, and we were just talking about the incredible amount of performers they have happening on Saturday, and it's a daytime event between 11 and 5, and Larson, we have about one and a half minutes left. What do you want to throw in there?
0: Um, Just hope everyone has a chance to come down. We're really easy to find. We're in Haynes Park. It's a state park. It's off of the bike path in Barrington. It's right near the boat launch in um, and near uh, Cove Haven Marina in Riverside slash Barrington, and uh, the show is a free show. It's from eleven a m. to five pm. And um, it'll be beautiful. There's um, gonna be food trucks and lots of great music and please and lots of great vendors and great crafts. So, uh Every all ages are welcome.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be show. in New York City this weekend, so I'm missing all the fun, gentlemen. We we need to coordinate this <laughs> next do. time so that I because I would be there on Friday night with you, Charlie, and then there with you, Larson, on Saturday during the day, and then back to you, Charlie, on Saturday <laughs> night, raising some money, doing some wonderful things, and you know, of course, the folk and fiddle fest or the fiddle and folk fest. It's the Fiddle and Folk Fest. Um, they've got a Facebook page, you know. Facebook.com backslash, back there, backslash help with that, Larson. Uh, Fiddle and Folk Fest. Um, everybody, you have been listening to Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island. Make sure to check out our Facebook page. Make sure to go to our uh, Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island uh, Facebook page as well and uh, get more information and be a part of this great community celebration. Wow, lots of stuff going on this weekend. Gentlemen, thank you for joining. Thank
0: you so much. Thanks, bro.
1: And everybody, we will see you down by the riverside on September 24th. But you know what, this weekend, just kick back and enjoy some music and do something good.